Greetings, colleagues and friends. Cambria Evans here, the teaching and learning EMDR consultant. And y'all, this morning I am in St. Helena, California. I am in a cozy, wozy sweatpant ensemble, looking out over a vineyard, looking at Spring Mountain, talking with all of you. I'm, I'm here on retreat and I'm finalizing some pretty exciting projects I have in the works for all of you coming uh, in 2022. You might hear some birds chirping today. You might hear some turkeys gobbling. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen today, but we're, we're in a different spot. And I'm here on retreat, working on these projects, developing this content for all of you. And I've been thinking a lot about content creation. And of course, when something comes together that I want to share, I pop on to chat with y'all. So today I wanted to talk with you about content creation, specifically why people don't create content. It's not because they don't have ideas. It's not because they're not smart. It's a reason I hear often in the consultation program. And maybe you're somebody who has a lot of knowledge and a lot of ideas and a really unique perspective. And maybe you have this belief too. Maybe you hold this as, as true, but I want to talk about it today because y'all know I love to disrupt thoughts that aren't helpful for us. <laughs> so I was in a consultation group and I was speaking with a consultee who works with veterans and y'all, she has so much experience with veterans. And I was talking with her and I thought, you know, I would love to see and hear your perspective on working with veterans as a woman, as a mom, is so unique. And her response was, what am I going to say that hasn't already been said, that, you know, E.C. Hurley hasn't said? And I could deeply, deeply understand where she's coming from, right? It's it's this idea, and I and I have it too, I battle it too. It's this idea of, well, yeah, I could talk on that topic, but gosh, so many other people already have have spoken on that. Or I could I could talk on that topic, but man, you know, there's this expert, even even if they're alive or dead, there's this expert in this field who's already said everything that could possibly be said about that. And I can deeply appreciate this idea, and I imagine that you have a part of you that relates to this as well, and. You know, after that session, I was thinking about that a lot. And I was thinking about what has liberated me to share my ideas. Because every single thing that we say or believe or think has been influenced by somebody, right? We are a combination of all the people and voices we have taken in, for better or for worse, right? We, we have taken in ideas and stories and content from so many different sources. And it has created this unique, one-of-a-kind blend inside of us to share it. So I was thinking about that. I was thinking about how we are influenced with content, how it all comes together in this, like, it's almost like making a stew that doesn't really have a recipe you can write down. <laughs> Have y'all ever have y'all ever had something to eat and you ask someone for the recipe and they're like, I don't know, I just put a bunch of stuff in there. 
I just, that's what I always do when I make that, right? That is exactly what our content creation mechanism inside of us is. It is literally a stew of ideas and it's so hard to pinpoint where they came from or how they got there. And what's so cool about EMDR is that we actually get to trace back through time where pieces of certain, you know, ingredients were taken from, right? And in EMDR, we figure out where things were learned or where things were first experienced, where things were decided, where ideas got implanted and then continued to be affirmed over and over again. So as EMDR clinicians, we know how to do that. We know how to figure out where things came from. But it's harder when it's us, when it's us thinking about what has created this content idea inside of me. So many pieces to that, isn't it? And it's really just like the picture I have is like, it's almost like a stew or like someone just took a bunch of glitter. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of glitter pieces everywhere, right? Comes from all over through time, through different sources. And there's something really beautiful about that. And there's something really beautiful about knowing and believing that your stew or your... <laughs> your glitter project, however you want to think about it. There's no one, there's nobody who has ever made it just like you. And there's nobody that would ever be able to recreate it. It's impossible. It's, it's literally impossible. You know, I did a podcast episode a couple of weeks ago about different kinds of teachers and the first kind of teacher is what we, what I lovingly call a content dump truck, right? The teacher who's just like got a dump truck full of content and they just kind of back it up, you know, and they just empty out all the, the content all over you like a garbage truck, right? It's like, here's a bunch of content. Here you go. That content is their stew, is their glitter. So we know it's not just the content, right? We know it's it, it's the relationship and the way it's delivered. We don't want to just be content dump trucks. We want to deliver content in a certain way. And what became really clear to me that really brought this whole point home is something that I saw at home with my twins. So gosh, y'all, the twins are five and a half now in kindergarten, they're so tall. I had Annie's foot up against my foot. It's almost as big as my foot and I wear a size 10. This kid's going to be like six feet tall. <laughs> but I was, uh, I was watching my kids. I was watching them in relation to me and my husband. And my husband and I are so different. Oh my gosh. I am very extroverted. I talk a lot. I have lots of energy. My husband is very introverted. He's pretty chill and calm and even keel. He's very smart. When he does have something to say, it's typically very profound. And we are very different parents, right? And I was watching us with our kids and I was watching us say the same thing to our kids, same exact content, right? Thinking back to my, my consultee, he was like, what am I going to say that hasn't already been said by, you know, E.C. Hurley about veterans? What new content can I possibly contribute 
whether it's in my consultation group, whether it's in a workshop, whether it's in some kind of passive income, you know, self-study kit and course. But y'all are going to hear this example and you're going to understand. So my husband and I are saying the same content to our kids and it had the same meaning, okay? But the way we said it and the relationship we held it in was so different. It was so different, right? I'm talking about three words that all of us say all the time, hopefully, which is, I love you. I love you. My husband and I both say, I love you to our kids. And the way we say it is so different. It's the same content, y'all. It's the same exact words verbatim, okay? But let me tell you what happens when those words get put out into the energy of our house, right? The way I say I love you is very physical. Like my daughter, Annie, she and I are both physical touch people. We want to just like lay on top of each other. I mean, she it's like we're just octopuses, like <laughs> all over each other's faces, kissing and just we're just snugglers. And when I say I love you to Annie, it's in a very different way. Like it is said in a different way and it is received in a certain way, right? But when I say I love you to Jack, <laughs> and it's a lot of physical touch, a lot of kissing, a lot, he's like, it's like, mom, you know, it is, it is received differently because he's a different kid. So that same exact content, same exact words, I love you, <laughs> received in very different ways by two very different people. Because I think what we forget when it comes to content creation and our unique content creation stew or glitter project, it's not just that we have a unique experience and a unique perspective on the same content and we deliver it in a different way, but it's received differently by different people, right? It's received differently by different people. It is literally the reason why there is this movement happening for women to have more voices, for people of color to have more voices, for transgender and LGBTQI people to have more voices. It is the exact reason why we need more voices because our stew is different, our delivery is different, and the way it is received is different. There's so many variables here, y'all. Let's, let's look at my husband. <laughs> my husband is just like he he's he's loving and he hugs but he's not gonna octopus face anybody with kisses that's not his style right but he can take the same content i love you same exact content and the way he says it and the way it lands on jack it's the perfect fit for jack it's the perfect fit it fits the energy, it fits the need. But y'all, me and my husband, we're saying the same damn thing, <laughs> right? So, so I hope you're able to see this with me, that 
even if you're saying something that has been said verbatim, please believe that the way you're saying it and the way it's being received or the way it's landing has never happened before in all of time, right? Let's even say that maybe it's similar content. Maybe let's say somebody inspired you with their content. And let's say you're like, yeah, but this and this. (laughs) You just made a whole new, brand new, beautiful sculpture of a thought. And, And who are you not to share that with people? Right? So if nothing else from today's episode, I hope that you are feeling the permission to know that even if you're saying something verbatim, it's unique. Even if you're putting your own spin on something, like something's inspiring you, it's unique. And not everyone's going to like what you say. It's true. But they don't have to, right? The way I say I love you and the way my husband says I love you, that's going to be for different people, right? Different different kids are going to like different parenting styles better. <laughs> And that's okay, right? Just like if you are, you know, a teacher or a CIT or consultant and you want to have your consultation group, right? It can be it can be content niched with a content area like veterans, right? Or it can just be like, you know, women who work with veterans or it could be women who are veterans who are now EMDR therapists. Like there's so many unique perspectives and ways to play with content like Play-Doh. And once we figure out that that uniqueness that makes us attachable and a real person with people, not the content dump truck, like just dumping content on people. Now people can get content anywhere. They can literally Google anything, (laughs) right? You're not a content dump truck. You're so much more than that. And the minute you fully realize and believe that that's true and that your perspective is unique and it's gold and somebody out there, multiple people out there need to hear what you specifically have to say in the way that you specifically say it so that it will land on them exactly how they need it to feel so that learning can transform those learners. Once you believe that that is true, and y'all, I promise you it is, because you know I don't lie to you. (laughs) And having been a teacher at Stanford for so many years, this is exactly what teaching is. This is exactly what content creation is. Once you believe this with me, you will have a click inside of you. It will click in as true. And you will understand this is this is what branding is. This is what niching is. It's just having a perspective that you're not afraid to share because someone else has said it, right? Someone else has said it, but not the way you've said it, not the way you've seen it, and not the way it's gonna land on somebody that you're talking to. So if you are somebody who has been curious about having just a brand, 
If you're someone who's been curious about sharing content that you're passionate about or that you've lived in or lived through or a population you work with, if you're somebody who's passionate about just sharing a part of you and having that be the lens through which you teach and talk about things, maybe it's faith-based, maybe it's some other kind of um, spiritual belief, right? There is somebody, I promise you, that needs to hear that content in that exact way that you hold it, in the exact way that makes sense to you. And I think in the EMDR community specifically, there are some messages of read a script, follow a protocol, you're a content content dump truck, <laughs> you're a robot. No. No, no, no. You're so much more than that. If you if you were a robot, we could have a, a computer do your job, right? All, all the pieces that make you a therapist and a teacher are important, right? And newsflash, we cannot be an attachment-focused therapist if we do not show up with a little bit of ourselves. This This idea of being a content dump truck or being like this blank slate for our clients to project on. Y'all, that's done. That's a, that is a done idea. Because anybody coming to us for EMDR, guess what? They're going to need attachment therapy. 95% of the time, right? They're going to need a therapist and a teacher who has some personality and perspective, somewhere to attach to, somewhere to make a relationship, right? It's the same with your learners with content. It's the same exact thing. So you can already, you already do this with your clients, right? You already know how to do this with your clients. The, the neural networks are laid down for you. So if nothing else from today, I hope that if there's any part of you that wants to be a teacher, because guess what? You already are with your clients, but maybe you want to have consultation groups. Maybe you want to make passive income. Maybe you want to go speak and do workshops, whatever that, however, however you want to teach, however you want to contribute with your service-based heart to the world. I hope that you are understanding from today's episode that your unique stew and blend and just the way you understand content, just the way that you deliver it, and just the way it lands is perfection. It's perfection. And someone needs to hear it. And if you are somebody who needs help to figure out how to do that, <laughs> well, guess what? I have figured it out. And I have made this passive income kit. I literally researched all of the passive income content creator gurus, I synthesized all of what they were saying. I put it through the filter of therapists, like service-based heart therapists for healing. And I made it from the perspective of a normal person who wasn't trying to do like a million dollar launch. <laughs> this is just for regular people starting from the beginning with this belief that how we say, I love you, how we say, I love you can sound different to different people, but everyone needs to hear it. So with all that being said, y'all, I will continue to wish you health and safety and joy. And uh, in the meantime, until we're together again, I'm rooting for your success. 
Take care.